You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Uh, before we talk about the Knicks, mm-hmm. did you see what happened to Giannis Antetokounmpo? Oh, last night with the game ball. Yes. Yeah. Now, you know he scored a career high 64. Mm-hmm. I did 64. See that. Yeah. That's a lot of points. <laughs> Gordon, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. A little a, bad blood between those two teams, too. Yeah. Between Halliburton yeah. doing the whole Dame Lillard thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So, feistiness. Yes. I like that. I like that. I like a little feistiness. Well, but and you, because it's a perfect opportunity for you to come in and bring people together after right. they show that. Well, I, I like to I like there ever to, to be problems, right? Yeah, of course. Otherwise, you're out of business. Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. no problems. You don't need to. We don't need you to bring anybody together. Of course. You know, so it's always it's always nice to be needed. And believe me, there's always there's always somebody that's got something going on. So you're always being business. That is true. It feels yeah. like the, the the problems are are growing. It doesn't yes. feel like there's any going to be any shortage of that. Yeah, you're going to be very busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, especially this season when people get what they don't want. <laughs> oh, they open the gifts up. Lot of unhappy people. Oh, yep. this is what it. is this? Uh, what is this garbage? <laughs> what is this? I don't want it. What, what oh, are we doing with this? Or what are we gonna do with this? Or this is the gift I gave you last year that I didn't want. Why are you giving it back to me? That regifting is an issue. That could be a problem. Could be. Could be a problem. Especially if you re- forgot who you regifted it to, or from. Mm-hmm. That could be an issue. Could, could be, be an, an issue. issue. But here's Giannis Gordon weighing in on that game ball situation last night after he scored 64. I knew they had the game ball. I don't I didn't even think I didn't have, they had the game ball. I knew they had the ball. First of all, you cannot. I, I don't know how it works, but um, I assume, like, I cannot just walk in in any arena that I play and just take the ball. Like, Dame was fifth of all time. I scored 60. At the end of the day, like, the ball that uh, they gave us, I offered it to Dame, like, I scored 60, he scored multiple times 60, scored 70, and he, you know, uh, he should have the ball. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's fair for you know anybody. Uh, and I understand, like, I understand when you score your first uh, point in the, in the NBA, like, you want to have the ball or whatever the case might be. Um, but at the end of the day, like, we're talking about the, the guy that, um, you know, skipped uh, Kyle Korver in the all-time list, and uh, in my opinion, I feel like we should all, you know, kind of stop what we're doing and appreciate greatness. So, to sum it up, Gordon, <laughs> Rick Carlisle said there was a misunderstanding about the game ball. One of their players, Gordon, mm-hmm. scored his first NBA point, so we got the game ball for him. Right. Giannis is like, hey, that's one point. <laughs> Gordon, I had 64. Yep. sixty. In any sport, 64 is more than one. Yes, yes. That we can agree on. Yep. That we can agree on. So, uh, but you're right. This Pacers, this Pacers uh, Milwaukee thing is is getting fascinating. Started with the little tournament action, little NBA Cup, mm-hmm. and it has continued on. So, a little bad blood going on here. Uh, I hope they meet in the postseason, Gordon. That would be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, no question. You need a little, you know, everything has gotten too nice. Yes. Everybody's too pal. You know, like the Dolphins lost that game. Everything, everything in my life goes back to that. I'm sitting here. I'm ticked off. I'm doing the show. And then I see guys they're swapping jerseys after the game. They're taking pictures after the uh, Bradley Chubb doing? is shaking hands. With I don't want you to uh, be mad. Be, be as mad as I'm mad. 
That's what I want. I want anger. So I like yes. a little feistiness like that. Um, so, Gordon, here's my luck tonight. Okay. Okay. Start out watching the football game. Yeah. You know how that went. Right. So I, I turned. Right now, there's somebody signing on and saying, you know what? Let me watch this from the beginning. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me no, hit the not. watch from the beginning button. No, they're not. No, they not. Somebody, there is somebody somewhere. There's a Charger fan somewhere, Larry. No. They, they, they spent their no. whole day. They, they no. shut ev- the world out. They made sure they didn't find out any inside information. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sit trouble. down. The game's going to be almost over, but I'm going to watch it from the beginning because of the uh, amazing uh, 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 technology. Yes. And I'm going to sit, play from the beginning, and see how yes. this goes. Yep. And they'll be up in about 10 right. minutes. They'll and then when it becomes 14 nothing, they wait a second. I'm going to fast forward. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Somebody on Twitter. Score. Somebody was on Twitter was asking if uh, Brandon Staley, does he make it to the weekend? And the first person who responded, the weekend? He might not make it to the parking lot. <laughs> They're right. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. This is bad. No. This, this is, is really bad. Th- th- there's, th- this, is de- this is final. Yeah. yeah. This, this is, is final. This, this, this is the is, team this saying is we the don't end. want him anymore. Yeah, no. There's no, there's no what chance. what the team is saying. We don't want him yeah. anymore. He's out. No. We're done. We're I done. mean, what, what, what could you possibly say? That's going to be an interesting post-game press conference. The owner comes in and he says, you know, we got to talk. Yeah. No, he doesn't. You're, you're in charge. He's the, the defensive wizard. We're yes. terrible defensively. Yes. We and have no offense to speak of. Right. And we're losing 63-7 to seven to a division rival. You know, at least the Dolphins did that to the Broncos. They don't really face the Broncos that often. Right. Can you imagine if the Dolphins did that to the Jets or the Jets no, did no, that to the kidding. Patriots or the Bills Ooh. did that to the Patriots? People would lose jobs. They'd have to. No question. No, no question. question. You can't. can't Fan base can't, would revolt. And listen, if, if, if Peyton had just got there, he might be gone <laughs> with Denver. If he yeah. had just gotten there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at the there. time, there was a lot of talk that they were going to get rid of the defensive coordinator, Vance Joseph. Right. Uh, he hung in there, and they have turned around their defense, so at least they got – but this this feels – Yeah, it does. This feels inevitable. It does. It really does. So then I turn to the net game, mm-hmm. Gordon, you know, just to see what's going on with Brooklyn. Because uh-huh. they won last night. They got the same record as the Knicks now. They're 13-10. and 10. Okay. They're in well, Denver. They're I knew it was going to be tough. I knew yeah. it was going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And I see and, – and basketball fans will understand what I'm saying. And I see DeAndre Jordan on the floor. What's DeAndre Jordan doing? DeAndre Jordan's second. on the floor. Mm-hmm. What? 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 Is the Joker hurt? What's going on? Don't look at the score. This was earlier. And, you know, this was uh, the Nets were down like 18 or something like that. Yep. And it's not gotten much better for them. Not gotten much no. better. Now they're down 17. So they're hanging in. They're hanging in there. Hanging in there. So it's not been a good night choice-wise for me with uh, watching sports. Uh, good thing I had honest, a show to do. La- last night was not very good either. No, it in wasn't. A game, in a game that you thought, hey, this is we got a big road trip coming up here. This is the winnable game. Let's go get this game. Let's take care of business here so things don't start to spiral. And it feels like things are starting to spiral. Let me talk to Danny, and then I'm going to tell you what I okay. thought about that Nick game last All night. Right, Danny's in Long it. Island. Danny, tell me about the Chargers, my friend. Hey, Danny. Hey, yeah. When my father was alive, I called the next. I called him up the next day. I said, "Hey, pop, did you see that game last night?" And he say, "You know, they should have made that coach walk home or take a, take a cab. He shouldn't be allowed in the bus. 
Like it was like the ultimate humiliation. He say laughing like he he shouldn't be allowed to go home with the team. That that was so bad. Uh, and as as Warner Wolf would say, if you had the Chargers plus forty, you lost. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe it. It's just unbelievable. But this is the final straw for this guy. And somewhere in New England, Mister Belichick is sitting there with a nice warm cup of tea right now. You know, thinking about the Chargers and getting a nice, you know, Herbert back next year, whatever his name is. And he's loving every minute of this because if he's out, he's going to a ready-made team. And and there is so much talent on that offensive side of the ball. It's inconceivable yeah. that they're as bad as they are. It really he, – he's that guy, is he's dead man walking. He doesn't make it to Sunday morning. He's gone. No, I, yeah, I don't think he makes it. I agree with you, Danny. Thanks for the phone call. It's, it's the Chargers, so you never know. They do some weird things. Bringing mm-hmm. him back after last year was surprising. Um, you just think about the way things have gone there. Like two years ago, missing out on the playoffs, losing to the Raiders in that game. It was two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And then last year, blowing the twenty-eight point nothing lead in the, in the in the playoffs. It's not been good. No, it has not been good. And you know, this Belichick going somewhere else. Is he gonna? Is he gonna want to go somewhere else where he doesn't have? Like total control, Gordon. Well, I, mean, I would think. Spoiled. Well, see, there. That's the team. That's the team because the Chargers. They've never won. Mm-hmm. They usually they they've sometimes been better than this. But like, you pull a Charger, you go chargering. We know what that means. You blow winnable games, winnable situations. You seem like you have a whole lot more talent than than what your the results that you're getting. So I would think that the Chargers, if you're looking for a team, it has to be a team that's willing to just hand over the reins. Washington, I would think, is another one. Yeah. Yeah. Let him come in. And, and the Charger thing, I don't think that their offense is as good as, as people think. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's just tied to the fact that Herbert's really good. They right. don't get any separate. Their receivers don't get any separation. Do not. And Eckler this year kind of looks like maybe he's lost a little bit of a step. I don't know. Maybe he's banged up. I'm not sure. I don't think that that's the ready. Now, he would go there, and I think the defense would be – Oh, much better. I mean, their defense is, is one of the worst in the league, so the defense yeah. would immediately become better. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know that he's – like, you take a look at what he's gotten out of the offense in New England. Is that the guy you want? If it's an offensive league, I don't know. If I were a Charger fan, I don't know how I would feel about Belichick. Mm-hmm. I agree. Especially if you he, if he heard the name Joe Judge coming with him. <laughs> he's going to be the <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> You'd be very concerned. Justin Herbert's I gotta get out of here. I don't I don't even care that much, but I, I can't do this. I can't do this. No. no. Staley was bad, but this could be much yeah, worse. This could be worse. Yep. This could be much worse. Yeah. Gordon, I watched that Nick game last night and I was just everything was bad. Mm. The shooting was bad. The rebounding was bad. The defense was bad. The the the, the switching was bad. Everything was bad. Everything was bad. And they still almost, the Jazz tried to give them the game and they wouldn't take it. They, they were out of that game. Going that game was over. And the Jazz said, here, here you go. Man, come on. Put yeah, it on a on, silver on. platter. Yeah, take it. And they still couldn't get it. And when you look at the rest of this road trip out west, you're not feeling very confident. We'll discuss the Knicks next on 987 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
us what happened last night in Utah, Gordon Damer. And, of course, as you've heard, Nick fans, Taj Gibson is back. He was added to try to add some, uh, you know, height in the absence of Mitchell Robinson for the next couple of months. So he will help defensively, and he will help, you know, giving you some depth in the forecourt. But, Gordon, when they face these bigger teams, and I've talked about it, and we've talked about it and discussed it over and over again, when they start facing these bigger teams, uh, they have an issue on the boards. And the one thing that Mitchell Robinson, even more so than Hartenstein, the one thing that Mitchell Robinson was so good at is on the offensive boards, Gordon, to give you extra shots until you were able to get your, your shot going. And listen, Jericho Simpson's a young player. He's learning, but he's not that guy. And so when you're missing shots like that and you're not getting the offensive rebounds and you're giving up offensive rebounds on the other end, it's a tough situation for them. They can't overcome that right now. Yeah, the defense, you would have thought by now it would start to look like it was getting fixed. Didn't seem like it was getting fixed last night. No. And the Taj Gibson thing, that might have been the, the, the least surprising move in the history yeah, exactly. of moves. Yep. Tom Thibodeau bringing in Taj Gibson. Yep. He wanted to try to get Derrick Rose back. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Get the band back together, Larry. It's only a matter of time. Uh, Brett's in Jersey. What's up, Brett? Hey, guys. First time, long time. Um, with it starting to really become apparent that there's no true superstar available for the next right now to take them over the top to the next level, I was wondering maybe if they would look into maybe packaging the draft picks they have now to trade up to like the first or second overall pick in this year's coming draft to maybe try and get that game-changing player through the draft. And that also leaves you with the financial flexibility to maybe bring in a guy like Donovan Mitchell on top of that later when his uh, Cavs deal expires since it looks like he's not resigning. So I uh, was just wondering what you guys thought about that. Well, Brett, uh, thanks for the phone call. I'm not sure if this is not supposed to be, Gordon, a really deep or really overflowing talented draft. We'll wait and see, you know, as you get more and more into college basketball and you know, we're starting out right now. I love to see when they start getting into conference play. That's when I really start to draw, you know, really start to get into it. And then obviously in March Madness, you get to see how these players perform under pressure. But this is not that type of draft where you have a, a, a consensus number one like that, A. And B, um, considering how the NBA loves their ping pong situation, it's going to be hard for you to move up into that spot because so many of these picks are protected. Yeah, that the Knicks have. So, yeah. you know, you would like to be able to do that, but they're protected. And what what would be alluring to the team to be in that spot where you would want to trade with them, since they're protected picks, it, it doesn't really help them. Yeah, it, it's they're they're in a, a tough spot um, because there's not that guy available. Uh, the the options that they put together. I, I mean, you're, you're talking about you're going to have to give up something big from this team. Like it's not going to be just like draft picks down the road and, and like a, a, an Evan Fournier, you're going to have to give nope. up something of value on this team. And, and unfortunately I think the question might have to come down to it, Are you, are you resigning quickly? Yeah. Is quickly getting resigned or is he getting moved at the trade deadline this year? Mm-hmm. Cause that's yep. something I think that would have value to other teams. But again, you still go back to the, to me, the first part of it is, Who's the guy? Who's the yep. guy you can get? Yep. Who's available? Who's available? And what's it going to take? 
And yeah. like you said, it's going to take quickly. It's going to. It's probably going to take quickly or RJ or you're going to have to part with one of your young players, no doubt, and plenty of draft picks. And you got to throw in somebody for the salaries to match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Fournier may have to go. I know a number of you want Julius Randle out. Uh, but, I mean, Gordon right now, he's, over the past month, he's been the, one of the top players they've had. I mean, he's scored. He's done yeah. he's rebounded. He's played well. If anything, I would say this is the time to move him <laughs> because he's played well. It just doesn't seem like there's that much interest in him. Around no, there the isn't. There isn't. There it isn't. seems like if teams were to, if the, if, if the, say, Team X has a guy that would interest the Knicks, Mm-hmm. The, no. the, the first couple of names that they're mentioning in terms of players are quickly or Barrett or something along those yeah, lines. He's, he's way not. down the list, if at all. Yeah, right. If at all. And he it's crazy be. because he has been productive. It's like he nobody can look at him and say, hey, we can get that same level of production. And it's not just like empty production. He's no. He's been like an all NBA type of player. But I think a lot of that ties to opportunity. And if he's not the main option... Mm-hmm. How is he going to react on another team? Yeah. And and if he if you have a good team, why do you need him? He would yeah. be what your third or fourth best player? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe? Right. So, because if you're if you're getting rid of your guy, chances are you're looking to go young. He's yeah. not young. No. Nope. He's, he's not, not a piece old, that you add to put you over the top. He's not yeah, that. And, and once again, his post his postseason resume kills him. Just yeah. does. Yeah. Absolutely. Kills him. Yep. Kills him. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? You know, Thursday night football, they got another masterpiece, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Bezos is very happy. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to watch some of the games they had. I had no interest in that game at all tonight. I know it's a work-related obligation for you guys, but <laughs> you, oh, my God. It's really bad because um, you got these guys playing on short weeks and all this other stuff. If you're going to have risk injury and all that, could you at least put a good game on it? They had, like, one good game in, like, in two years. And the broadcast sucks, too, let's be honest. <laughs> well, to be fair, 63. 63-14. <laughs> it's kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, even when the games are good. I mean, that, I know first of all, they got 45 people on the panel. It, it, it's bad. It's a bad product, <laughs> like, all the way around. I've, I've, I've yet to be impressed. But, you know, you guys were talking earlier. You were talking about it. Um, with Billy Cunningham, listen, he's the all-time winningest coach in the history of the Sixers. Mm-hmm. And you know, in 2023, he couldn't even exist. I know. You know, um, he wasn't a, 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 a terrible coach. But, I mean, aside from 77, you know, he lost twice, like 80. It was 82 mm-hmm. to the Lakers in the yep. finals. Yep. In 81, forget about it. You know, that was the worst. You know, they were up three games to one That's in the right. Eastern Conference Finals. Could we double-team Larry Bird in one of those games? I mean, like, <laughs> unbelievable, man. Yeah. Both teams were 62-20, and 20, you know, and, then, and things got bad when, when your man Cornbread Maxwell got into the altercation in the stands. Remember that? That's right. <laughs> when That's he was right. in the stands, all of a sudden, then Boston got tough. Yeah. I mean, the last good play from that from that series was when um, Bobby Jones had that plastic man dunk on Larry Bird. I mean, I, right. listen, I was hooting and hollering. That's right. And we didn't win a game after that. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable, man. Yeah, but, man. you know, you know, Gordon, I'm listening to you talking about the Dolphins. And I understand, you know, where trepidation comes about, you know, you know, thinking the team can win and all that. But, you know, look, Salah does well against the former Niners assistants. I mean, Tyreek Hill, he's probably not going to play. 
You know, the Dolphins have all kind of offensive line injuries. You know what that all spells out? The Jets are going to get blown out on Sunday, man. I mean, <laughs> like, like, this is how these things work, man. And, 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 and if they don't win this game, they're going to lose all the goodwill from, you know, the last week. I mean, look. You were talking to Samini, and they were like that they've told Zach Wilson and it was reported in the Utah. Listen, they didn't tell Zach Wilson they were going to trade him. Zach Wilson's agent and his people said, yo, listen, you have to trade me. And the only way he's going to have any value, because you know how it is. When your asset is depreciating, you're going to get fleeced in any type of a business deal. The only way that they can recoup something from people talking about some third-round pick, in what universe are you getting a third-round pick for, the, for, for what he's put on film? To get maybe a fifth or a sixth-round pick, he's got to play these last three games out and, I mean, like have eight touchdowns, maybe one interception, and throw for over 200 yards and two touchdowns in each of the last four games. And as much as, you know, I was happy to see, happy for him, to be honest with you, because I know he's been through hell and back here, I'm not betting anything of value that that's going to take place. So, you know... Like I said, man, I mean, and Salah has done well against – he won a game against McDaniel last year, against D'Amico Ryan, they won that game. I mean, this is for all the marbles here, man. I mean, people talking about Salah's definitely coming back. I don't buy that for a second. Aaron Rodgers has been chirping and running around talking about leaks and all this other stuff. Those are direct shots at Salah. So, I mean, if the Jets really love him, and, you know, especially the defense, I know they love him. I don't, I don't know how much the offensive players love him. But they have to win this game, and and I have not really a lot of confidence that they will. I mean, you know, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Buddha, thanks for the phone call. <laughs> Gordon, Gordon's not buying it, Buddha. No, I'm not buying it. Gordon's not, not buying it. it. Buddha will be the first person to be calling me up, laughing. Oh, laughing at my organization, laughing at my quarterback, laughing at my team. I yep. get it. Eh, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, Trust me. The first one. I've laughed plenty at the Jets' expense. It, yes. This is this is sports karma coming to bite me in the rear end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you talk about teams where Zach will – he could go after this season if the Jets yes. trade him. Mm-hmm. It has to be a team to me that's got an established head coach. Right. An offensive head coach, somebody mm-hmm. who you know knows the ropes, because this is this is not just a second chance. This is a last chance for Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. The teams that would make sense to me if I were Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. Denver, right? Because you have Russell Wilson there, but who knows how much? I know they signed him to a big long contract, mm-hmm. but that's kind of close to Utah. Maybe Sean Payton can see something in him, offensive mind, right? Um, the other one was. Minnesota, get him mm-hmm. out of the conference. Yep. I don't know what Kirk Cousins is doing next year. That's an offensive. Kevin O'Connell, he's an offensive guy. Plus, They're gonna pro- plus they, he's coming off an injury. Right. So mm-hmm. he, he, that would be a, a, a spot that I don't think would be terrible. And then maybe Seattle. I know Geno is still there, but he's kind of regressed a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much. I mean, what's Gino 34, 35. He can't have that much, that many more years left. Yeah. Those would be the, the spots that I would think would make the most sense. Pete Carroll trying to save another jet quarterback, huh? <laughs> jets, the jets, when they trade with Seattle, things work out well. They do. They got off of that Jamal Adams train at the right time. Whoa, oh man, man, did they get off of that thing at the right time? They really did. 
Who? But, you know, but who picks two back-to-back safeties? In the- <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry. I digress. When we return, we'll talk a little NFL. It's week 15, and that means we got some Saturday games, too. We'll see what Gordon thinks next on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, let's talk about some football that's going to happen on Saturday. Shall we? Let's take a look at let's some of it. these games. Uh, even though, for me, it's, uh, it's kind of curious because they're Saturday games, but they kind of have some playoff implications, okay? Take, for example, the first one, which is going to be Minnesota at Cincinnati. Both teams 7-6. and six. Uh, Nick Mullins is getting the start for Minnesota. You know, last week, 9 of 13 for 83 yards. Nothing great, but, you know, he was on in relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got uh, the possibility, I think, Justin Jefferson. I've seen different things I've seen. He's going to play. He's not going to play. So hopefully he'll be available for Minnesota. And then on the other side of this, Gordon, we've got, uh, you know, this kid, Jake Browning, has not been bad on in relief. No, absolutely. He's been pretty good. So both teams, seven and six, both teams need this game. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, the, the playoff picture for a lot of these teams is still kind of hanging up in the air. This is what the NFL wants. They might not be good teams. They might not be marquee quarterbacks, but they are teams that are still in the mix. And you know who does want these teams in the playoffs? The top teams. That's right. Right. Get, get right. fat on, uh, on, on a couple of these teams when we get into the postseason, right? Get almost like a, it's a, only one team gets a bye, mm-hmm. but if you're taking on a, maybe one of these teams, you might also have a bye. Yeah, I – I don't know. I kind. I, I would lean towards Cincinnati in this game, Gordon. I just. I, I just think that Browning has shown me more than I've seen mm-hmm. um, from from Minnesota. But you know, we'll, we'll find out on Saturday. Also, another game. <laughs> Boy, you, this is a tough one. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Whoa. Mitch Trubisky is back at quarterback. Gordon Damer. Oh. Isn't everybody excited? Just when you got done with Raiders Chargers, let's talk a little. You got your offense. Now you're going to have your defense in uh, Steelers Colts. Oh, you know, I mean, and listen. Now, here's what's crazy that Najee Harris seems to have. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely picked things up with uh, Canada getting fired. He has. He looks he looks more involved. He looks he looks more excited. He's running harder. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe he feels like he's getting more involved. It was 70, 75 plus scrimmage yards in two of the last three, rushing touchdown in two of his last three on the road. Uh, so, you know, maybe that gets it going. But I t- Garner Minshew is a he's a feast or famine guy, Gordon. He's a guy that can march you down the field, and then he's a guy that can throw a pick, and the other team's marching down the field. Yeah, and I don't think the Steelers are good. Yeah. But they are technically a playoff team. Colts are technic right now a, a playoff team. They would be the seven seed. The Steelers would be a six seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans are on the outside looking in. Broncos are on the outside looking in. Yeah, and, but, and, and the Bengals too. But the Broncos are just a game behind Kansas City now. Gordon, they're seven to six. Kansas City's eight and five. Yeah, and they've got a Detroit team that's been reeling. This this Detroit team is not. You talk about. <laughs> Just crawling to the end, they're like on. They're they're, they're on fumes. Oh, they're not making it. They they don't look good. They just don't. Yeah, you got eleven teams in the AFC for seven spots. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a believer the Bills are going to get this turned around. Now they don't have an easy matchup this week against the Cowboys, Mm-mm. but I just find it hard to believe that the Bills aren't going to be in the playoff mix this year. You tell me the Bills are going to be out, but the Steelers or the Colts or the Texans or the Broncos are going to be there? I, I don't buy that. It's a tough schedule, though, Gordon. They do have a tough schedule. The Bills' schedule is tough. I mean, they 
can their defense can their defense hold these teams within within reach? That's really the question. Can their defense continue to respond the way they responded? Because you know, and on the other side, because you're stepping up in in talent. Is Josh Allen going to still not play turnover free well, football? I, I he, mean, this this is the week. They got to win. They got to figure out a way to win at and the Cowboys are not the same team on the road as they true, are in Dallas. True. So uh, the, they get to win this week. Then after that, they get the Chargers and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they get the Dolphins last week of the of the regular season in Miami. Mm-hmm. So they're not winning the, that game. The the Bills the Bills you Bills don't are not winning Bills? that game. The, the Dolphin game? game? Yes, they're not winning that game. Tell you right now, they're not winning that game. All right, look, Larry. Trust me, I'm looking for any reason to believe at all. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm open. I'm, I'm all ears. I am all no, ears. But uh, I, I think the Bills are are, are going to get on a roll now, and it, it feels like a lot of times we get to. I know it was this way when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They were kind of middling around a little, and then they got hot at the right time. Yeah, and then they got on a roll. I think that that's what's going to the Bills are going to do. We'll see. This it's it's, you know what teams have have found a way to take Stephon Diggs away from Josh Allen. He has not been the the impact receiver that he's been previously. They teams have done a nice job with either doubling him or you know whatever they're doing, whether it's safety help over the top, whatever it is, he has not been a weapon. And what's funny is they've along with Josh Allen, they've been able to run the ball a little bit more because they let Josh Allen run the ball more again. Yeah, uh, and they finally, it seems like they get so pass happy. Yeah, and maybe do. it's because that's they, they they want Allen to do whatever he wants to do, and they like throwing the ball around. They don't have. It's not like they have like these incredible weapons. Gabe mm-hmm. Davis looks great at times, but a lot of times he's just like missing. Yeah, he's not made that leap. Uh, Diggs is great, but James Cook to me they have to have some balance. And when they last week when they were hitting Cook out of the back, that mm-hmm. was where they started to. Started to really run, and and he can run. He's a good running back as well. He I don't is. know why they take him out near the goal yeah. line. They want to do all right, fine, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it just feels like they need to have a little bit more balance, and that would help them be a little bit more unpredictable and not and not have as many turnovers as they do with Josh Allen. And with all that said, if Kansas City's receivers to hold on to the football, they lose that game. I, absolutely. Well, look, if Kadarius Tony knows where to stand. <laughs> <laughs> they lose that game, right? Like that exactly. that play did not uh, impact how that play turned out, but it was a penalty. It was clearly it was. a penalty. No question but, about it. Uh, but yeah, if he just if he could learn <laughs> after playing football his entire life, know where to stand on the field. Yes. Or at least check with the official to make right. sure he's Do on the right, right spot exactly. on the field. Do something. Chris is in Beth Page. Hey, Chris, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey guys, um, love how you talk about all these F's, F's, F's. And uh, I love Gorn. I listen to him on Saturdays, and he talks about the poop teams. And he put the Giants in the in the five poop teams. The poop teams, yeah. Um, the poop rankings, the polar opposite of power rankings. Everybody does right, power rankings, right. Larry. We do the polar opposite poop. of power rankings. The poop gotcha. rankings, yes. Gotcha. Right. And and Gorn has just a tremendous hatred for the New York. Football Giants, no doubt about oh, it. No, and I what don't. he does is he focuses. No, I ha- no, all my does. hatred goes towards one team. It's the Jets. I I openly admit I hate. Them. I have no hatred at all towards it. Now, Giant fans, that's a little different. Right, but what I'll say is this: 
Um, think about, okay, fine. You can say all you want about them. They're five and eight. But I always say this. The first part of the season is so different from what's happened the last. Do you know the, the last time the Giants lost a football game was on November 13th? The same day Phil Sung was asked to leave his place of residence. So it's think about it. They haven't played bad football in like almost five weeks coming up to this. So if somehow they beat New Orleans, they're right back in the hunt. And, you know, I, I'm just saying that you Chris, have to. Chris, football. they beat the Commanders, the Patriots, and the Packers. Now, look, the Packers' win was a good win. But let's stop. They also lost the Raiders by 100 points. They lost the Cowboys right. by 100 points. They've played when, well. When was that, Gordon? But when was that, that? The Cowboys was a month ago. Right. Right. So It was a month ago. It was November works. 12th. Right. The way football works is this. It's very simple. <laughs> so the fact that they had their bye late in the year... Now that leads you to, but well, that that month doesn't count. In the last month, they've got they've got three wins. They haven't lost in in, a, in over a month. They beat the Commanders, the Patriots on a feet. I mean, they they lost. They won it by the skin of their teeth. They won three, right, two was, games was, by the skin right, of their let's, teeth, let's, and they beat Gordon, the Commanders, who they always beat. Gordon, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Okay. I was at the Bills game. I went up there to Buffalo. My son goes mm-hmm. to school up there. I went to that Bills game. Okay. They outplayed the Bills that game. They did. And they lost that game. They should have beaten the Jets, too. So just say, just miraculously, okay. they won those two games. Which they should but they didn't. So, but no, but they didn't. But they won the three games that you just mentioned. So because they win those games, you're like, yeah, look who they beat. But look who they lost to. So what I'm saying <laughs> right. is. But they lost. Chris, I think I understand your point. I think I understand your point, Chris. But here's here's the issue that I have. I would understand Chris's point if 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 it was like they lost the Bills and then they lost the Jets and then they beat the Commanders and they beat the Patriots and they beat the Packers. Then I would understand it. Mm -hmm. But in between those games, the Bills game and the Commanders game and the Jets game, they lost to the Raiders thirty to six. They lost to the Cowboys forty nine to seventeen. Right. Gordon, can I can I just say something to you? Too? Sure. And you watch, you guys watch football, please, please. I watch Giants more than I watch them three times. I take the games and I watch them. Oof. Their defense has gotten so much better in those games, much better. And granted, Devito's helped them out, but you can't tell me that those guys are. Deontay Banks is playing so well. Akarake, all those guys are playing so much better now. They didn't get it in the beginning of the season. Now they're starting to play good football. Well, I hear you, Chris. Thanks for the phone call. But here's the thing. You needed to win some of those early games to have leverage. Now you would be in a better position. So I hear what you're saying. You know, you play better late and whatnot. You got to play them all. You You have to do well in all of them to try to be better. I get you had injuries. I understand that. And now you're playing better. But here's the sad thing, Chris. When you look up, you still got two, not one. But two with Philadelphia, who you haven't beaten since. I mean, I can't tell you the last time they beat Philadelphia. Can't remember. We'll come back and get some more thoughts next on 98.7 ESPN. 